everybody, it is October 4th, 2020. It's currently 11.17pm at night. Kind of a little late on my podcast, but hey, it's okay. You know, it's just podcasts that everyone listens to. Alright, so, this is podcast number two. My first podcast was about me talking about my times at the Foss Homes and everything getting taken away. And then in today's episode... I'm going to talk about my time in the placements. This might be maybe a 15, 20 minute one because I got a lot. I don't know if I'm going to do the exposure yet, but maybe. Maybe I'll add that in later. But anyways, hope you guys are enjoying this. I'm trying to do the best I can at these. You know, I might like pause for a minute, kind of just gather what I'm going to say. I don't like write anything down before, but yeah. So, alright. So, anyway... So, I was in a total of one, let's see, Burlington, Davis Stewart, I know there's another placement in there somewhere, Burlington, Davis Stewart, I think three placements, and a few shelters, like two shelters, and like one hospital, and um, I'm going to start with uh, Burlington, when I was there. So the name of that facility was called Burlington United Methodist Family Services. And I don't necessarily know they were Methodist or anything. It was just the name of the place. But um, that place was huge. Uh, this was located <laughs> in Burlington, West Virginia. No, they didn't have us work for the coat factory or anything. That's the first thing I said when I found out. I was like, am I going to work for the coat factory? They are like, nah. <laughs> and um, so... Placement can is kids can go there for a lot of things. Um, kids can go there for misbehaving a lot at home, and they eventually just have to go to court because of it because nothing's working. Um, maybe they that's just somewhere which like me, you just get placed to be there. Like if you're taken away from your parents, which huh, was me. Um, it can be many things, but like when I was in placements, I noticed like. A lot of kids were in there for, like, stuff that they did. It just depends on what they did. I mean, not everyone. Like, some, yeah, it was parent issues, which I never wanted to know anybody's business. You know, if they told me, it was just because we were close or anything. But, but, um, let's see. So, yeah, so I'm going to start out in Burlington. So, at Burlington, there was a lot of staff there. Um, and again, this is located in Burlington, West Virginia. So... It was a boys and girls place. Um, they had a place, like a house, they called cottages, they called them, which I don't see why you call a place that. So, they had places called cottages. Um, when I went there, I was first in the younger one for the young kids, because I was only like 11 or 12. And then, so, when I was there, I can't remember what it was called. Um, but, you know, you have the staff there, and then normal routine is, you know, they have to make sure they provide you with the care that you're doing and everything, and, um, you know, they come to work there 6 to 2, or 7 to 3, 8 to 4, whatever the hell they're working, and, um, so, morning shifts, they would usually, you know, wake you up most of the time, make sure your hygiene's done, get you breakfast, and if it's during the weekday, you're probably doing something that's curriculum 
educational for like five, six, seven hours. It just depends. So that's like a typical day for them. Then they got to do their paperwork of everything you did. They literally have to write down when you go to the bathroom, what everything you did, they had to write down because they got to report it because then it goes back to your caseworkers. Just a daily, daily log, I'll call it. And, uh, so yeah, they gotta do that. You gotta literally ask them. This is the one thing I hated. You gotta ask them to do anything. You gotta ask them to use the bathroom. If you can get a drink of water. If you can, you gotta ask them if you can breathe. You gotta ask them if you can, basically anything. You just gotta ask. And when you get out of placement, you just are so used to it. You Then the person's like, you don't have to ask me to do that. This is where you live. And I'm just like, well, doing that as long as I did. It's just a habit. So, you got your good stuff. You got your bad stuff. Uh, good stuff were cool. There was more bad than good, you know, with this place. Um, you know what? I think I will expose in this. Some names I remember, some I don't. But, um, you know, so then you're in there. You're like, okay, this is where I live now. It's like your home, away from home. But it didn't feel like a home obviously so you, typically you're sharing a room with one or two people um you know sometimes you'll get a good roommate you like sometimes you're just there to be there and sometimes you'll get one that you hate but you're still rooming with them um never none of them were never bunk beds luckily it was always just these wooden beds you know they weren't bad and uh and this is all at Burlington too so, um, let's see, where the hell else do I want to say it? So, hmm, sorry, I'm just trying to think of everything I want to say. Okay. Okay, so, like, being in placement, it can be hard, you know, there's people that's gonna think they're top dog, they, and then you got your low dogs, and you got like the medium kind of like, yeah, you mess with them, yeah, you don't mess with them, you know, stuff like that. Typically, the older kids always try to run everything and all that, and then if the little kids or something like, like in the unit, like the older ones, like the age range might be from like eight to twelve, you know, something like that. The twelve year olds also gonna try to like be the more dominant one. They think they're all big and bad or whatever. When I was in placement, none of that happened. I was top dog. I was big dog. You know? Um, I showed them what's up. And, uh, yeah, you got that. Then you got the younger kids. And then the ones with the anger issues is always a heathen to deal with. And, um, so, staff's main jobs there is to the staff's main job there is to give you the support that you need while you're there and care they're supposed to treat you well respectfully and everything burlington not really they kind of try to they just do whatever the hell they want you know though you know but to see the thing is they don't do it in front of people and i've seen so much stuff happen there like you know they'll cuss at the other kids they'll uh what else do they do you know, they might, like, you know, say something to them to get them mad, but then they'll, but then they'll be the ones to blame them to get mad and everything, you know, kind of antagonize them. That's the word I'm looking for, antagonize them. 
and uh, what else do they do? You know, stuff like that. Yeah, placement ain't fun. And uh, damn, I keep stuttering—not stuttering, but you know, I kind of keep freezing. But what else? So, let's see. Staff can kind of be like. You got your good staff, you got your bad staff. Some of the staff are cool. Man, when you had, like, the female staff that was, like, cute, like, you kind of, like, had to play it off because they'll move them to a female unit if if they notice, like, a lot of guys are hitting on them or something, you know? You got to, um, that, that was always a plus when you had a good-looking one. I mean, it's an all-boys unit. You don't want all-boys staff, you know? You want to be able to look at something. You know, a dime piece or something, you know? But, um, if you don't know a dime piece, it's, it's a 10 out of 10, girl. Because you know how a dime's 10, yeah. But anyway, um, so, you know, you had the kids in there who would bully, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I was bigger, you know, a big kid, stuff like that. So I got picked on for being big and everything called an F.A. and, you know, all this other stuff and like that. But, um, you know, it was hard. You know, I went through a lot. I was at, I was at this place for two and a half years. Two and a half years. I was probably, I'm probably the kid that stayed there the longest, honestly. And honestly... I found out I was just there to be there, you know. I, you know, usually in placement, if you're, if if you got good behavior, you go home. Well, that wasn't the case for me because I was one of the best kids there. You know, I always did what I was supposed to. Never talked back to staff or anything like that. You know, nothing like that. You know, and some of the staff they could have, you know, used that. They could have, I could have laid it on them if I wanted to, but I didn't because I'm better than that. But anyway, um. Sorry, yawning. And, uh, what was I talking about? Yeah. So, so Burlington had its ups and downs. Um, like I was saying, the kids there, some of them were assholes, some weren't, some were my friends. And honestly, today, like, I don't really talk to anybody that I went to placement with because that's just more of a temporary thing like you were my friend but only in placement i'm never gonna want to see you outside you know like unless maybe you lived around me or something but i never told anybody where i lived because i like to be secret like that like i wasn't like i never told them where i was from or anything but um so yeah so i was in the younger kids most all boys house at first for a while um you know everything went good down there Never really got in trouble for anything. Um, staff would try to get you in trouble for something or try to blame you for something because they just loved giving out consequences or whatever. And uh, you could file a grievance against them if you wanted to, but those never worked. So then I eventually moved up to the, because I got older, I was like 12, 13. They moved me up to the teenager house to where it's like all the grown, like bigger dudes. And me being like 13 I think I was 13 no I was like 12 13 I was like 12 yeah and um at the time I think I went on 13 I might I think um so I went up there and oh my gosh so much stuff went on up there it's just staff just not doing what they're supposed to kids just picking on me every single day mainly the teens that were like the male teens that were 17 you know 16 stuff like that like you know, um, and I would, like, try to tell staff about it, but they would just tell them, and then 
they would just tell the kids like, "Hey, that dude snitched on you," or something like that. And I'm just trying to like, you know, make myself in a less uncomfortable decision. But no, it seems like I can't. And you even got the staff bullying and stuff like that, which isn't what staff are supposed to be doing. You know, staff are supposed to be there to help you, not be against you. Not all the staff are up there like that, but a lot of them. You know, but lucky I can't really remember the names because it's been so long. I wanted to forget about that place anyway. But um, yeah, the teenager part, it was basically the same thing. You had more less rules. Like you could go outside, you know, just tell them you know you had a time limit. Um, you know, you had you were able at the time you could watch like PG-13. They're very strict about that too for some reason. Like you can't watch PG-13 if you're under 13 and all this other stuff. But then it's it's whatever. Um, you know, I don't see what. Everybody watches stuff over PG-13. PG-13 ain't even that bad. Ain't even that bad, so. But, um, yeah, yeah, I had some cool people that I knew when, when I was in, like, the teenager house, I'll call it. It was for, like, people, like, 13 to 17, you know. Um, we would, like, try to, we weren't allowed to ever smoke, but, like, maybe a staff here and there that was cool would get the kids some I never smoked at the time but um you know they might get them cigarettes or something or they would have to sneak out the door and smoke and if they got caught some staff would be like not even saying anything other ones would just write them up or something you know give them a consequence but um there was this one there was a few staff I started not to like because they just never helped me with anything that I needed and um always kind of told on me if I, you know, said something went wrong or someone did something to me, you know, and, like, I just, I just wasn't safe in that house at all, I would try to tell people, but people would try to, like, one time I was on the phone crying to my mom, and this, um, male staff, I can't remember his name, but he was, like, trying to make me not talk about it, I'm just, like, really, like, yeah, that was just fucked up, but, um, yeah, a lot of stuff went out, went up up there that just, no kid my age should ever went through at that time you know a lot of it was like bullying everything you know being hit smacked you know whatever kind of threatened to um you know just stuff that shouldn't happen and then the staff not doing anything about it and then finally when you get the news like oh you're leaving after finally two and a half years um you know the staff I just I noticed something because I, I was always one of the goodest kids up there and probably like a few days out of the weeks like that I was there at least maybe once a day to start restraining me because they made me act out like I wouldn't do it intentionally they would just like antagonize me and everything and they and no one would do anything about it you know if I said anything I got, they got told then I'd be labeled a snitch but I'm not like a, like at the time like I was just doing it to look out for my safety and everything you know I couldn't defend myself I was a little 12 year old 13 year old kid against 17 16 year olds and adults that should be protecting me but they're not you know stuff like that so a lot of stuff went on there and i'm glad i kind of exposed some of it so people know about it yeah just look it up all the pictures it's just what you see but you don't know what goes on behind the locked doors you know nobody knows and i've had first-hand experience so that was burlington um this this shelter i was in in lewisburg called uh Lewisburg Children's Shelter, it was pretty cool there, you know, I was cool with everybody, same thing at David Stewart, never had any issues, um, everybody was cool with me, yeah, I was still a big kid, but still, you know, everybody was cool with me, no one really picked on me or anything, 
um, actually, if, like, someone did, like, some of the, my friends there would, like, defend me and everything, but no one did, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe one person, but I, de I don't think so, because that was cool with everybody, it was very chill there, so, yeah, so, David Stewart was good, um, and then, yeah, Louis Chosebergs, Louis Chosebergs was cool, and then, um, yeah, so that's the places I'll talk about, so, so yeah, so I talked to you today about my time and placements, um, like I said, most of it was bad, but some of it was okay, you know, I wouldn't say it was, like, excellent or anything, but, you know, stuff like that, um, but yeah, so, for people that have kids, don't ever send them to placement, you know, I'd rather have them go to foster home and try to work on their issues, but if it gets to it, just, I'm just saying, just placement isn't fun, it, it isn't fun at all. It feels like jail, even though it's not, even when you have some freedom, but, you know, it, it placement just sucks in general, but, hope you guys like this podcast, um, thank you for listening, if you listen the whole time, I appreciate it, but yeah, this was a little longer one, but sorry for kind of pausing here and there, trying to, I was just trying to gather what I wanted to say, because I don't really write anything down, I just go from the top of my head, because I usually can with a lot of stuff, but yeah. So, um, I think next time I'm going to talk about, like, a day-to-day thing for a kid in placement, and then the next one after that, maybe a day-to-day for the staff, you know, it just depends, like, maybe, like, what a staff goes through on a day, or what a kid, or what they call them as resident, would go through, you know, so yeah, so I think that's going to be on my next carpet podcast so thank you guys for listening again um share this to your friends family whatever i just want to get these all out there you know i'm trying to spread my story spread and uh just get it known you know i'm a i'm a foster care uh, not an activist but just I, I just want the system better than it is you know i just i just really want the system better than it is today so yeah thank you guys for listening have a good night